Hi, I'm Jonathan Mann. And I'm Matt Condon. And this is Digitally Rare, a show about digitally owned things, which are now extremely popular, now and in the future. You want to start? Just start recording. Let's just shoot the shit, and we'll start recording yeah. and see what happens. Let's just uh, shoot the shit and see what happens. Um, I mean, there's really so much to talk about. There's too much, almost. We could go in any direction. I mean, um, we had a list, but I don't know where that went. <laughs> uh, I mean, the environmental stuff is as, is as good a place as any yeah. to start. Let's I start feel like there. because it's very, it's so tricky, you know, because it obviously you and I topic. both, yeah. And you and I both, uh, like you know, uh, are extremely concerned about climate change. Like I, I think, right. I think, you know, we're pretty plugged into that whole thing. Right. It is sort um, of a um a mis like a misnomer or whatever that is for assuming that crypto people don't care about the climate. I think the Venn diagram of people who care about the climate and crypto people is like a large intersection into the crypto people space. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like and. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, I, like the the amount of energy that is consumed by running the hardware that makes the blockchain right, possible right. is like a legitimately kind of depressing thing. Totally. It is quite a lot. And I don't know if anyone, I mean, if you've read the articles about like the towns that have been taken over by mining companies, it's, it's right. a wild, wild story. It's incredible in, in that, like, it's awesome in that original definition of awesome where right. without the good connotation, it's just amazing. It's wow. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's like, uh, it's like in terms of like, uh, like the Hoover dam or something, it's just like, right. you know, awe inspiring, like that would humans right, do exactly. in this case. In this case, it also is kind of it is kind of scary, you know. Right. Well, I, here's what I think is is kind of um, like obviously the fact that these that this network requires so much, specifically proof of work requires so much electricity. Is IMO the a most amazing part of it? Is the simplicity in how it reaches a consensus? Right. Um, and it really is just the the rawest purest form of digital scarcity of enforcing digital scarcity and there's something to that philosophically that like i don't want to give up um in a very like maximalist kind of way Mm -hmm. um realistically the world is definitely going to be on proof of stake or authority or well maybe we'll have highly contextual chains like oh all the museums will be on a proof of authority network Mm -hmm. to manage their digital back office like whatever it is um, and that will run, you know, the same amount of electricity that computers run today, which is to say um, quite a bit, but not nearly relevant to the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is that proof of work is a really good way to achieve security in a situation where you cannot trust other parties. Um, and everything else we're doing in the consensus space to get around that is making trade-offs on some dimension or another that are... Um, that that accomplish a similar task, right? You have proof of stake, but at a much higher level of complexity and with trade-offs that, you know, maybe are not philosophically in line with whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so IMO, and this has been talked about for years, but what I think will end up happening is we'll have one proof of work chain, most likely Bitcoin, 
that is used to anchor transactions to be mm. that like source of truth that mm. like this is the order of events and the events themselves um, because that's really all the proof of work is doing is say here's the order of events and what the events themselves are right um, and then you can use that to anchor um, like other chains to this like security model using like layer two concepts um, and so I feel like that's one possible future in which we have, you know, we, we, we keep proof of work for its philosophical and security benefits, but without the, like, both Ethereum and Bitcoin doing their own separate proof of, proofs of work and, you know, doubling the electricity kind of thing. That fits, I think, in some ways with Bitcoin's status as quote unquote digital gold or whatever of being mm-hmm. like, of being like the anchor, the standard, the like, the basis mm-hmm. upon which everything is, can be built. Totally. You know, it fits the narrative. It does. Uh, to to go like one one mm-hmm. step like more abstract, you know, I think that people's problem with people outside the space, their problem with the reason why anytime I post anything having to do with NFTs, there's someone in my mentions who posts one of the articles about how much energy it uses. Right. Is and beca- my response to them has always just been, <laughs> okay, because if you try to talk <laughs> about this topic on Twitter, like have fun. <laughs> You know, I, the, 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 the one layer of abstraction I want to get to is I think, like, the reason they feel the need to do that is mm-hmm. because of how frivolous they mm-hmm. um, uh, perceive anything having to do with crypto to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, right. friv- and then- that, that perceived frivolity, you know, mm-hmm. runs the gamut from, you know, like, like, Elon Musk tech bro type mm-hmm, mm-hmm. D- stuff going on to, you know, to every, to the whole thing. So to them, it's like, there's no argument against it because you're right. literally wasting. Right. Right. This energy. That makes, that's a, that's a really good interpretation of that perspective. I think, I think that's super valid. Yeah. Yeah. If, and if, so, if the and value so, of this is yeah. zero, then we are literally, <laughs> Like just it, we're the devil. Like it, there is no Literally. logic. Yeah, right. That, and, and I think that is where people's um, vitriol is rooted in. Is that kind of like, you know, how could you basically, uh, you know, the the like like we we're just saying, the world is burning and you are like just wasting all this energy. Um, right. And 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 uh, and so and if you know and so that's been my angle to try to discuss it with these folks is like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. can i convince them that there's some value here that there's something that is a value but but of course you know if you don't if you don't get it if you don't right change has to come from within exactly exactly yeah yeah Yeah. people have to there is also a sort of um one of the issues that i saw super early like like a few months ago when this started coming up is people kept saying that like artists were burning down the trees right, and right. you know using the electricity of austria or whatever it is <laughs> right. um which is just <laughs> just the wrong fit way it's like not the way to think about it right like it's like don't blame the artists one because they've got it hard enough but two because it's not their fault it's right the, it's the network it's the capitalism it's the like the fact that we want to use this thing and like measuring you know, the environmental impact of an NFT transfer is like a useful uh, mental model for like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a, I can like 
understand now like what exactly we're doing how much electricity this is but it's not but all it did was create this like narrative of like blaming the artists for Mm -hmm. using the network and burning and therefore burning down all the trees yeah and and so and 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 what i found is otherwise smart thoughtful people that i know who in most other contexts would take would whether it's racism or or the climate or the economy mm-hmm. or anything will take a very nuanced uh you know systems view of mm. things we're suddenly <laughs> willing to look at individuals and say you know <laughs> you know where where under any other circumstance they would post the meme of like and yet you use an iPhone. I am very smart. Right. You know that meme? And like <laughs> they would post that unironically, you know, in any other context. But in this context, mm-hmm, you know, you'd mm-hmm. be like, you'd be like, yes, I'm doing this and I am very concerned about the environmental impact. But like you have to understand it's a systems. And they said, and yet you are minting NFTs, you know, like. <laughs> so I, it, it, I feel like there. It, I feel like because of the frivol of the perceived frivolity, there's just right, this right. like, you know, there's this thing where people just can't mm-hmm, get mm-hmm. past the fact that that, that uh, right. Um, what was interesting and that is frivolity it, is. Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say the frivolity is is sort of the the perspective of seeing the frivolity is totally valid in some circumstances, especially depending on like which version of this like digital ownership narrative and history you're seeing. Um, Because if, you know, the first thing you see is, you know, the one of one digital art and the hyper financialization and speculation and all of this. And you you don't really connect that back. And one doesn't like connect that back to like, um, you know, the larger philosophy of, okay, digital artists have been categorically um, under like appreciated or under respected because of the medium of their work. Right. Um, you can't own a digital piece, so therefore it's worthless kind of thing. Like if you don't connect it back to that, yeah. all you're seeing is the Ponzi, right? Oh, my God, that 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 Instagram uh, yeah. hand-drawn yeah. slideshow that went yeah. around, yeah. that was awful. That oh, was awful was because, again, yeah, every person who ordinarily, you know, I respect, who are very woke, like I live in New York and Brooklyn, like all of my friends are very woke, <laughs> um, were posting that. And sending it to me, and I'm like, but but no, and, <laughs> but but everything about this is wrong, right? Yeah. And and of course, like crypto Twitter tore it apart. Um, but obviously that kind of it probably stayed within the bubble, um, yeah. of of crypto Twitter, right? It was a lot of preaching to the choir. Um, when yeah. I saw those on my timeline, I'm like, don't worry, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, totally. But I but I totally understand if what people see is exactly. the you know the yeah. mainstream narrative of you know people selling Christie like Christie Beeple like Metacoven like the inside uh, baseball of Metacoven buying people's works like I know it's all it's all so gross. It's, it's hard not to roll your eyes at that you know exactly. it's just like yeah, yeah. right 100% yeah. um and so I totally get that yeah that's that's it's super valid um but of course it the, it's the one it's one it's more it's bigger than that yeah, it's one small facet, and and right. uh, it's the most visible facet, which is sort of like, right. which is. Sort I mean, it's the wave right now. Is it's the one wave of one right digital now. Digital art. Yeah. That's 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 what everybody is obsessed with. Yeah, and right. um, and until that until that cools off, and you know, people just get back, I guess, to like building the right. the the rest of the stuff it's going to be. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. to to the to, that's actually a good segue because I. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so um, 
you know, I don't know. It was, I guess a couple months ago now, we we were looking at the the top rankings on on OpenSea. Oh yeah. I, I you know by project, I would just and so I I, I just want to present with, with you something Please, that, that yeah. I've that I've noticed. Um, okay. This is good data. In the, yeah. In the in the top rankings of of OpenSea to this to this end of like one of one crazy speculation, insane bubble hype thing that we're talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just, gi- let me just give you the names of some of the projects mm-hmm. that are in, I don't know. Let's see. We're oh in, like, no. Within Is this like going to be top, one of those things where I can judge a book by its cover? Within the top 400. Okay. okay. So CryptoPunks right. is currently number one. You know, CryptoPunks is Good. the Great. most, it has the most everything. Seven day vol. everything is like, wow, but okay. Wow. You, you got CryptoPunks, you got 3D Punks, you got Bastard Gan three- Punks, you got what? Picasso Punks. You got what? wait, I'm not done yet. You got dystopian punks. You got black and white <laughs> punks. You got ultra punks. You got trash punks. Rap punks. <laughs> bastard gan punks. You got wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. There's more. You got cutie punks. <laughs> Lego punks. Unencrypted punks. You got unof- un unofficial punks. You have Arabian punks. I'm not done. You have Kong punks. You have unofficial punks. You have ghost punks. Pirate punks. You have Jurassic punks. You have laser eye punks. Ghost punks. I'm not done. Genius punks. You have light punks, Dragon Ball punks, hero punks, Yo. animated punks. I could keep going. I'm only, I'm like halfway done, but I think you get my point. I do get your point, and I am so impressed by the creativity, if we'll call it that, of um, all of these people and these projects. Oh, what? So, okay, so it's um, almost like, you know, weeks ago we had the Binance punks, right? Which was this right. huge thing. Right. Um, um, and, and a lot of these projects, I don't want to like knock them per se, but right, like, right, right. but, but at the same time, it's like, you can see the intent, right? It's like, it's not well cloaked. <laughs> it's not um, cloaked at all. It's right. It's, 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 and, 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 um, and that's not even, you know, that's not even, there's one step removed from that, from all of the punk. I'm just gonna go ahead and call them punk knockoff. You know, right. some some are le- some are are like legitimately punk knockoff. Like unofficial punks mm-hmm. is just like we are a punk knock. Like that's just like right, right. Um, See, that's like one version of art, right? That's that's the that's yes. that, that's a take. But of course, I, I feel like what's probably happening is people are taking that a little too far and like treating it as real when it really is just a one and like it feels like the the art is that it exists. And that's the commentary. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's all it. you need. Yeah, you don't. That's need, all you need. You don't, you need, don't to need own the, that. I mean, right. Um, but then there's another whole layer of these. I mean, I even sent you one last night saying you should get in. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. I'm done aping into these things. But like, of essentially, just you know, the formula is uh, X number of pixelated things, mm, each with their mm-hmm. own traits, like. Like yeah. you know, we could go through it the list before. Of that. Why can't it work again? Why can't it work again? And um, I just think, like, at some point, you've got to mm-hmm. say, okay, like, let's do something different, folks. You know, right. like, That's and there's the thing. The, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of mm-hmm. insanely cool, different, crazy projects. Right, especially the the art on some of them is is quite good. Like the one you sent me the other day. Um, I forgot the name, but it's really called Pixels. Delightful Pixel. Art. Pixel. Pixel Pixels. Down. Yeah, really delightful yeah. art, and you know, handmade. Um, 
which yes. of course is Beautiful. a is a you know separate from the generative art trend right. but really delightful art um and the thing is i feel like all of these projects not the punk knockoffs but like pixels for example yeah is a good idea um it's just a it's a perfectly fine thing to do right like you're going to build a virtual world and or in pixels case i think they want to do like a little virtual world or something like yeah um that's that's, that's why totally to me pixels cool sort of sets, sets apart from most of these most of these literally right. are just like right just like There's here's a bunch offs. of them look at them you know right. uh, and and what i love about what i thought what what i'm into pixels about is like at least mm -hmm. they're attempting to build something around it you know right and what I'll say about the Pixels, though, is that while I think it's a, a totally valid project, um, it's unfortunate that it exists right now and yeah. that it's going to get caught up in this larger, um, you know, meme Narrative. of speculation and, mm -hmm. like, is this thing going to be worth something in the future? It's it's the Beanie Baby thing, right? Yeah. Which, ironically, I think are now worth something. Someone looked that <laughs> up. But I, I yeah, think yeah. Right, right, right. I think the Beanie Babies ended up being worth something probably because of the Pokemon and um you and like magic card and oh, just yeah. the collectible trend over the last yeah. six months like right you know in retrospect right if i were paying attention to the world like i should be i should have no i should have seen the nft thing um you know i i mean i guess i did see the nft thing from miles <laughs> away yeah, yeah but yeah. i should have felt it so yeah. much more tangibly over the last yeah. few months because of the renewed interest in like memorabilia collector like completionism and this whole like culture of like uh, the, 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 the gambling aspect, the mm -hmm. it, it's, yeah, it's, it was so obvious in retrospect, but, but of yeah. course everything is. Right. And, and to your point about it getting lost, like I feel the same way about song a day in many ways, you know, like, like I, I, um, you can't escape this crazy speculation thing that is happening. Right. And, and, and genuinely, what has happened with song a day that has been really gratifying is like genuinely people, the people that buy the songs ha like listen, like for the most part I found, it seems like listen mm -hmm. to them and form a judgment about them one way or the other, you know, because people mm -hmm. are like, Oh man, mm -hmm. I really don't like the song that I got, which is fine. And then some right. people really resonated with the song that they got, which, you mm -hmm. know, which, which I think can only happen when you have a, you know, a piece of music because Right. Um, uh, with all these other projects, they're all just a visual aspect. There are other, there are many other cool music projects coming out too. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. well, that's uh, what I, I like about Song of Day is that you're doing like new things that push the medium. And so they still like, yeah, you're going to get caught up in the speculatory effect, especially because you are the people of music, right? <laughs> um, and that's like a, that's a cool meme to, to push. But, um, at the same time, like you're doing something new, especially with the remix project, it's like very much, um, like okay, right? And and it feels yeah. like more. Um, it feels more. Uh, what's the word? Well, the thing more about honest. what I'm doing is organic, right? Right, right. And, organic. And it comes and it comes back to this thing that we 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 hammered so much, you know, back in the day. Which is just for there to be a like we used to call it narrative or story, and right. now I'm even. I, yeah, meaning now I'm even like I'm even lowering the bar. Like I just want there to be a reason. Like a is reason. there a reason that and and I don't want to pick on any one mm -hmm. project mm -hmm. in particular, but like just for instance, like but if we're gonna is there like a reason why you specifically want to make like ten thousand individual little snakes 
little pixelated mm-hmm. snakes. Like, like right. maybe there is. Maybe like you're a snake. You're obsessed with snakes, and snakes are your thing, and like you really love right. snakes. But like, if you don't, and you're why? just like snakes are easy. Like I, I just you know why, why, right. why right. King Kong, why, you know, uh, <laughs> lizards. Like, like <laughs> I just 100%. want a reason. Yeah. I you know right. like. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's, uh, this is a larger, more abstract thing, but I think that's what has been slowly percolating into my mind over the last like four years of crypto stuff is that so much of everything, in fact, I'll go ahead and say all of all, like all senses of meaning are derived from the narrative, the meme, the reason, the, like all of that is derived from the stories that we tell ourselves and tell each other. 100%. Yes. 100%. There's 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 a little bit to be said for utility and especially in the sense of um like physical goods because that's like something that supports our our physical bodies. But and, and I think this is a take um on NFTs in general is that we've abstracted um the object from the meme and now we can turn a meme into an entity. And mm-hmm. now that we've taken that like it's very much like art right it's almost like the the object itself doesn't matter right it's the story yes. the narrative the providence the 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 social capital the social signaling like all of that is is the story we tell ourselves the object almost doesn't matter and you know you see that like where people own the art and sell the art but it stays in one place in the free ports yeah um something same thing with nfts nfts are just the logical extreme of that trend which is that it i mean the the content of the thing only matters in the sense that it contributes to the narrative. Right. And I think that's, um, I, I heard this take on a podcast, I think called red scare. It's a New York art scene podcast. Okay. Really delightful. Hmm. Um, and the take was that the art world that hates NFTs because all they do is pull back the curtain on mm. that fact. The fact mm-hmm. that it, the art never really mattered. Um, it was always about the narrative and the story uh, and yeah. the this larger situation um and nfts are the you know digital abstraction of that and right. so it, yeah and it, it takes it, it kind to of its, pokes to its, at the problem right and it takes it to its, its extreme when right and so i forget how i got on that tangent but <laughs> um, no no it's oh, not right, a, i mean it's not yeah exactly yeah, it's not tangent um, at all and so exactly it always goes back to that it and it's like if if yeah. you clone punks if you clone punks like obviously that's the narrative if you if you do this if you do that it's like you know actions words like um you know show don't tell kind of thing it's like there's a ver- like pixel feels good because this person clearly exactly. enjoys pixel um pixel art and has been working on this like before and then only turned it into an nft thing when they learned about the technology so like the exactly. narrative of that is better than much better. you know it's, it's yeah much better than the punk knockoffs and that's it and it's that's really it right and that's i think that's the reason why i don't like hash masks is because mm-hmm. it doesn't have the narrative yes um, and, i was saying the same thing like like yeah. you know it's a cool project it looks cool i think it i think i think of all of these right. things that to me it looks really neat but I, I don't, it, I don't, and maybe this, you know, maybe it's just because we haven't dug deep enough or something, but like, I don't sure. feel, I don't feel the narrative there and maybe there is yeah. one and, and we just don't. No, know it, but like, I mean, I think, I think, it, I think we should trust her guts to, to be like, oh, okay, this is doing something new or this is piggybacking or this right. is like clearly a cash grab. Um, I think we should absolutely trust our guts there. And um, I mean, that I, I tweeted this list out, I think, but. 
I was like, okay, projects that have pushed the medium forward, yeah. like things that have defined aspects of digital scarcity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it goes all the way back to Bitcoin being the first scarce object, which is also, you know, non-fungible in, in some sense. It's really semi-fungible. And so, you know, there's an argument to be made that Bitcoin is the first non-fungible um, mm -hmm. asset in existence um, right. or digital asset. Um, and then it goes into Counterparty and it goes into Ethereum with CryptoPunks and, uh, and then now clearly Moon Mooncats and then CryptoKitties and blah, 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 blah. And we end up with like autoglyphs and art blocks and this sort of generative art stuff. Mm -hmm. And all of those projects have narratives that involve this large scope of tracking the history of digital yeah. ownership. Like when yes. we turn back 50 years from now and be like, how did we get here? Like these are going to be the the on the graph of time. Like these are going to be the little um, what the little moments, the ticks, yeah, yeah the, the moments ticks, yeah. that you that right. you label, right? Absolutely. And those are relevant to me. Um, yep. Everything else has to like like everything else has to exist on its own unless yeah. they're you know pushing that narrative forward. And so like all the punk derivatives are you know irrelevant to me. Um, Hash masks, hash masks didn't do anything like historically relevant. Um, the naming scheme was kind of a, a just kind of a quirk. Um, I I don't I don't feel it as like a piece of art. I don't feel it as like a mm -hmm. like a really interesting participatory thing either. I think it was just a, another metric on which people could juggle value, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's like naming your thing Elon, like oh now it's worth more, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. feel good. Mm -mm. Um, have, have you seen um, uh, Colorverse? Uh, Colorverse? No, I've not heard of. Oh that. shit! You, I should have, I should have gotten you to ape into this actually because oh, you probably yeah. would have. Um, yeah. I don't know how many colors are left yet. So I only saw it because actually John from from Larva Labs tweeted about uh -huh. it, and you know, I, if I see John tweet about something, he's like, "That's gonna, a pretty good endorsement." I'm well, gonna. I look won't call it an endorsement, but yeah, a a pretty good uh, you know heads up. Let's call it. Um, here, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna just DM it to you right now on on messages. But um, cool. Uh, you yeah. What is it? You it's basically okay. So the initial idea, you're like, this is kind of dumb, but it's just buying colors on the. Yep, that's what I thought a, it was. You're buying a hex, <laughs> and the okay. promise the promise essentially is it seems like just from what little research I've done mm -hmm. is that. It's they're gonna build on top of that, so you're gonna be able to do things with the colors mm. that you get, and there's gonna be like mm -hmm. some, I think, some kind of collaborative aspect of like building different things out of the colors yeah. that you. I can see that, like in a color theory way, I can see the mix and match and remixing. Excuse mm -hmm. me, I can see that being uh, like a mechanic that could be interesting. I huh. I mean it it was cheap when I did it. I don't know what the price is now. I bought here I'm sending you my colors. I right. bought I bought 10 of them. I don't know. <laughs> I bought wow. them based on on the uh the hash. I thought like mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. want like as oh, clean a hash as possible. There are so many. Yeah. You can get the um uh, see that's the thing about namespaces is that you're gonna have ones that people want more. Yeah. And it's Yep. Yeah, like you have, um, you know, all those, uh, there's a website, you just go Google it, like, uh, color hashes that are words, oh. right? Like, oh, just Google oh that. okay. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of, because it's, it's hexadecimal, and so some of that right. is numbers that look like letters, and some of that is just letters, and so you can build words out of it that rep, that match to colors, oh, because yeah. the, you know, CSS will parse that into a color. 
that's that's fine. kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, so I could see those being worth something. But again, like uh, until that is backed up by whatever you know, some sort of experience, um, right. I'm not um, particularly. That, like, that's the promise, by it. but but who knows? Right. You know, that's that's right, right. that's that's the promise. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, there's definitely you know, there's 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 an idea of something there, which you know, I'm not the I'm not gonna like write it off right away. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, and again, again, it's like, are you really into colors? Like, is that like, is that your right, thing? Do you just right. love colors? And is that, are you obsessed see, with that? Like, I would like Pantone to do that. That'd be, right. that would be valid. Well, see, right? exactly. That'd be the narrative. Well, that would be the narrative. Exactly. That's what you really want. You know, uh, you really want the company. Like, I still totally. want, I still want my friend who does Emojipedia to like, mm-hmm. to be the canonical emoji. Oh, absolutely. Thing. So like, this is this is absolutely – you know the Unicode consortium and how you can yes. sponsor Unicode? Yes. That should be a Harburger That should be text. a thing. Oh, absolutely. That should be a thing. Oh, 100%. Easy. And easy. I mean, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. right a Harburger tax. Yeah. You can own any one of these things. You have to set the, you have to set the price by saying how much you're going to pay on it, and that goes back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the Unicode. Maybe they – do most of it to charity or something, but like, yeah, I mean, they're yeah. a nonprofit. I think they, they use it. It's well, to go. sponsor the consortium, right? Like Google will buy whatever the fucking Google Unicode is like, right. And, and it's actually really cheap. It's like 50 bucks. It's like, right. It's, it's wow. kind of funny to, you know, you, you donate 50 bucks, you claim a Unicode thing. And I think it's, it's either yearly or like in perpetuity. I don't know. Wow. And, um, then you get the ability to say sponsor of the blank emoji, right? right. Like that's it. That's cool. Um, like Rainbow, yeah. if they haven't already, should sponsor the Rainbow emoji, and that's it. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it's a great, it's a great mechanic, and it should totally be a Harburger tax thing on like a yearly checkpoint. Like, absolutely. Such anyway, a fun idea. Yeah. So that narrative again, super important, um, and I think that is probably the thing that people think about or don't think about enough. Is what I'll say. Is I feel like we should be thinking about the narrative of the project and, and not just the narrative of like in isolation, but the narrative in context of this like larger trend, which is that now we can own digital things. How does that completely rewrite society? Yeah. I, I feel like that is something that um, will be the defining meme, uh, you know, 50 years from now. Right. I agree. Um, yeah. how, how many, I have a question for you. How many, copies of your many mats have you given out do you know that's a great question i can look it up right now but i'm gonna i'm gonna guess that it is about 24 wow um yeah what i will what i will say is that a significant number of people to whom i give a link yeah um and then you know they they don't have a wallet or whatever and i'm like you know we're we're at a function or something and i'm like okay don't worry about it do it later they will (laughs) never get around to it right sure um so i've probably had my hand scanned 50 something times um, right but let Probably me ask you this. How many redeemed. people have you interacted with who specifically asked you to give you for a many mat versus I you being like, have, check out this right. cool thing? Well, a very fun situation has occurred, which is that yeah. now I'm the dude with the NFT in his hand within a certain friend group. Yeah. Um, okay. Specifically the tech people that I hang out with. Um mm-hmm. It's it's just a really wild idea, and so I showed up to a gathering the other day, and somebody like turned around, and was like, "Oh shit, it's the guy! Like, give me your hand." Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's great though. Before. I mean, yeah, but it's amazing. But it's can so we fun. Pa- can we pause for a moment and say how crazy it is that, that three months ago that would have been absolutely uh, 
unimaginable that, that unimaginable that that a non crypto tech person or even right. most crypto tech people would right. see you and be like, oh my god, that guy has an NFT. They they even using right, the right. phrase NFT. It. Right, exactly. Hands. You know, it's right. That, it, it's how far we've that, come so quickly. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm concerned of the like the education aspect of like people thinking NFT equals one yeah. of one digital art. Yes. Yes. However, the fact that now we can rely on the phrase on the label NFT to describe a concept, even though, you know, three, even three years ago, we realized NFT is a terrible acronym, <laughs> yeah. even yeah. despite that, which is, you yeah. know, people had that take on Twitter. People were talking about yeah. it. They're like, look, oh, people, I say, remember. people say dumb acronyms all the time. I NFT remember. is not worse than those. Yeah. Um, and turns out, yeah, they were right. Um, people will, <laughs> you know, it's just the shelling point. It's what people call it. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's it's so amazing that we can rely on that, like base concept now to build on top of. And I think, you know, it, crypto. It was like Bitcoin and crypt and like blockchain mm -hmm. for the last hype cycle. It yep. was like now we can just like say those words and people get it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now it's NFT, which is really cool. Um, and and yeah, should, we and should so, also mention like the last hype cycle was ICO, and I feel like right. I feel like NFT has had more mainstream penetration, as it were, or whatever oh, than ICO ever did. Like no one knows mm -hmm. what an ICO mm -hmm. is, but like and but, I can I can point at the artist connection for that. I think. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. ICO oh. is so you know financial banker and wonky, but yeah. NFTs are connected to artists and artists are talking about them and it's like much more palatable to you know me for example but um here here's like my here's like my uh, a funny like nft uh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. normie story um, oh boy well so my landlord who, who's no longer my landlord we just, we just bought this house from my landlord but so uh -huh. he's like a you know he's like a 60 year old guy um he's a journalist and he decided He's going to write an article about me for Connecticut Magazine. So I have an article coming out in Connecticut Magazine. I'm very wow. excited. Um, and so he came and he just like spent the day with me. This was maybe a month and a half ago. And, um, you know, I was working on getting Song A Day up and running to, to, to go live. And so I was doing a lot of work on that. And so, you know, I had to talk a ton to uh, the 60-year-old man about NFTs and all that stuff. And so he was very curious, you know, and I went through the whole thing. We did the whole mm -hmm, punks, mm -hmm. everything. We talked about it. And then it was like, and then it was like the next week that, you know, a bunch of people stuff happened and oh, there was right. in the New York times and it was mm -hmm, on 60 mm -hmm. minutes. And suddenly he, you know, looked like a genius to his like right. younger, to his like younger Connecticut magazine, compatriots <laughs> because they all didn't really know about it and here he was he had put all this stuff in his article about me and and he looked like he was way ahead of the curve it was very funny he was totally. very proud and excited to be like <laughs> to be that's, ahead of that's them awesome that. yeah, yeah absolutely yeah my roommates will ask me questions sometimes and i'll answer and they'll be like thanks and then like type it in and i'm like oh oh they're, they're being very cool <laughs> to whomever they're chatting to right yeah, now exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly how many people in the last have you right, have you right. onboarded anybody into I have. any honestly i'd say probably 80% maybe 70 to 80% of the people who scan my hand uh don't have a wallet yet and so you're onboarding all those people yeah right right really good mechanic i mean obviously 
small in scope, but um, I mean, it, it's, it's great of course, because you have a thing that you want. It's contextual. It's in real time. It's like, yep. it's a reason to do the onboarding, which still sucks, right? It's like a whole still, minute and a half. It still sucks. I mean, you download the app, you say like, no, I don't want to back up my wallet. Please shut up. No, I don't want to buy any ETH. Don't know. And then you got to go through the wallet connect thing, which is yeah. like a two-step process that of course yeah. is really confusing to to someone because this pattern of logging into something just has never been seen before you like because um you know the 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 wallet app can't like send you back to the browser you have to tap back again and so all the wallets do is just like pop up a message saying hey go back to your browser right. um and literally everyone has been confused at that step every yeah. single person yeah and so i'm like no 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 just just go back just just go back <laughs> um but yeah no it's it's been really great for onboarding so yeah i think um Probably, I, you can look on OpenSea, of course, um, to see how many people oh, own that's it. Right. One oh, person that's right. sneakily somehow got a second link from me, um, and claimed Ooh. two of them, <gasps> which is um, you know wild. I think what probably happened, and I forget exactly who this was, but it was like I gave them a link and it wasn't working. Um, the Wallet Connect wasn't doing its thing, hmm. and so I was like, "Cool, cool, cool. I'll fix that when I get home. I'll do it later." And then I gave them another link, and I think they just redeemed uh. both. Yeah, that is so. That's a that's a you know that's a civil attack, I guess, on the on the mats <laughs> yeah, or something on, like on that. The mats. Oh, here we go, the many mats. Oh yeah, here they are. Yeah. Look at that. Right, and so and actually, nobody um, sold them. I mean, that's that's a good thing to know. Nobody's right, right. I, I love yeah, nobody these sold images. Them. I mean, I, I don't know who would images. want to buy them, but <laughs> they're so Somebody. great. They're so the images good. are so good. Yeah. they're like I've really actually, fun. There's a lot of developments on the Many Mats project that I can share. One is that the uh, illustrator that I worked with, her name is Jenny. She goes by Seymour Butts on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, great name. She, um, other mats have reached out and been like, yo, how do I join <laughs> the mat project? And I was like, just get yourself some stickers. And if you want to yep. work with Jenny here, here's your contact. Yep. Um, oh, and yeah. uh, I'll, I'll add your tokens to the sticker contract. And so now, um, I, I did the work on the back end. Now it can support any mat uh, issuing their stickers. And obviously, each mat can only issue their own stickers. Right. Um, but I won't, I won't make someone get a chip in their hand. But they do have to, like, only give it to people that they meet. Right. That's the, yeah. that's the rule. I don't know. Can you enforce yeah. that? You. No, I mean that's there... a proof of location. That's yeah. that's some like hard computer science. You know that okay. that yeah. joke about um, <laughs> that joke about um, you know is is this picture in a national park? Sure, give me five minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, you you look up the GPS, you <laughs> find a set of national parks, you're done. Is this a picture of a bird? Okay, give me five years in a research team. Um, like they're two very different problems, and <laughs> and proof of location is definitely like five years well i think we're going on 10 years maybe 15 years and a research team yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so by the way selling. somebody a month ago put an offer on one of your on, on a bagel mat for oh point, shit for 0. 0.001 eth that's like uh, two bucks right yeah something, yeah, something like that, like that for, for that's a, incredible for your... oh my god we've got a market You've got a market. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's that simple. 
just uh, in uh, you... my my net worth is is like 20 bucks 40 bucks <laughs> <laughs> do you really do you really work on motorcycles i didn't know this about you no no that's a that's a joke um, oh, okay i just like, i could I see you working on motorcycles yeah. like, it would not surprise me somehow i don't know i feel like i will at some point in my life get yeah. into that Okay. Um, the reason I don't is because I live in a city, and I think owning anything but a bike is a little silly. Yeah, um, agreed. But, yeah, one of these days, because, I mean, I like the whole, I mean, you can go very zen in the art of motorcycle maintenance about it, but I do like the whole, like, motorcycle as a slightly complex but also very simple object. Right. Um, that is just fun to fun to ride. Like, if you go through the thing, like, you can get it as complex as you want it to be, but motorcycle as a concept, much like a bike, right? It's like there's a few parts, right? Um, and each one, of course, like breaks down. But like it's a really understandable um, and object. contained, and that's, like that's, contained right, system. Right. Yeah, like one person can fully understand the motorcycle and how it works, um, which is you know not something that one can say about computers these days. Yeah, or even um, cars. I mean, cars are or even more cars. More exactly, complex. cars yeah. are so complex. Yeah. And not like not, even just the mechanicals, not not to mention yeah. the software running inside of them. Right. Um, and and so like when you're going so back down to basics, it's like, you know, think of I, I know about bikes right now. Um, like if you want to build a bike, it really is just like five, seven parts. Like you can right. build a very simple bike. <laughs> right. You can fully understand how your bike operates um, with, with like a week or two of work. It's It's incredible. And so like that part is really appealing to me. But um, no, that's just a, a joke on Instagram. I was like, <laughs> I was wearing my my coveralls, and so oh, I was I like, see. very workman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say this about the many mass project. I feel like the the sort of meme ability of it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, you know, it caught on. I mean, I feel like it, I, I noticed on Twitter that it was people people were interested. You know, right? Um, um, so there's there's really definitely something there. Mm-hmm. I think I expected it to go further actually. Um, mm, interesting. It sort of touched the the like broader tech um, Twitter, mm-hmm. but never got further than like tech people who are aware of crypto. Um, I think a lot of the tech people who are aware of crypto really were um, provoked in, in both a good and bad way mm. by the project, which is of course why I did it because mm-hmm. um, it's you know <laughs> it's art, it's commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, you know, it was like, oh my God, this guy actually put an NFT in his hand. It's like, we've mm-hmm. heard about the NFTs, one of one digital art, like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, and then it's mm-hmm. like, you can put it in a hand. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I think that struck a nerve. Um, but yeah, I wish it, I, I think it could have and wish it had gone further. Well, I think, I think um, as you work on it, I think there'll be second for sure, order, for sure. to, to, you know, there's the guy who, uh, who did the fart project? You, you saw. I'm sure you saw that guy. I don't. I know. What? What is oh, this? Fucking a. Uh, there was a guy who, <laughs> as a joke with his friends over lockdown, they uh-huh. like recorded all their farts every day oh and God. sent them to each other and like set up a oh whole website with all their farts. And now they're selling the farts as NFTs. Oh my God. <laughs> and this wow. was in the New York Post. And the guy wow. has like a perfect kind of hipster look. It was like. It was yeah, per- it was total. That's bait. gonna be me in the future. I also love <laughs> that no medium, from iOS apps to your computer, nothing to NFTs can get away from having a fart app on it. <laughs> Just no, can't do it. 
you have to have a fart app. That's it, insane. It's a human. It's a. Wow. It's a. It's a. It's a basic human necessity. Right. Right. To have Incredible. something happening with with farts. Yeah, I mean, it's something about that age range in which it is just hilarious, and oh yeah, maybe the nostalgia of that, the sort of carelessness of youth where it's like (laughs) man remember when that was the funniest thing that had ever happened oh my god i wish i wish i could feel those feelings again you know um i'm searching i'm searching the hex to see if the the hex um color b a one one a d is available ballad ballad that's really good that would be a good one to own for me let's see yeah See, if you wanted to to index on that project, um, I would just, you know, take all the words. Oh, it see is. See what's available. It buy is the rest. available. Oh, yeah. fuck. I might yeah. have, it's, they're $5. So depending on what gas. Oh, right. I was going to say, you're paying more in gas for the th- than the thing. But, you can, but you, can add, you can add them to your basket, right? So you can. Oh, you can do a batch. Yeah. You can do a batch. So yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I, I'm doing exactly that now. I'm, I'm going to see if closed, closed is if it's if that's available. That's kind of fun. Yeah. See, this is I mean, sort of tangential, but this is why I really like the Urbit um, namespace. Yes. Uh, the the Urbit ID namespace, and we we talked about this on the podcast before. So if you're interested in this, there's a, I guess two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, yes, but one of the things that the Urbit ID system does is it tries its best to, and of course humans are going to see patterns and meaning and anything. But for the most part, the names that are generated as part of this thing, um, as part of this like namespace, are relatively unintelligible. They're meaningless. However, they are distinct, pronounceable, right. and short. Yes. Um, in a way that is really impressive, kind of like the NATO alphabet. Alphabet. Um, you get the ability for distinctness and clarity and human pronounceability without. Um, you know, allowing for totally arbitrary usernames or like resorting to hashes, uh, which are of course not pronounceable or shareable or readable or anything really. Um, anyway, uh, for an example, like I'm Bosnite Radux on Urbit. And like, if you are familiar with the language, you can type that out right there. You, you know what that like is spelled, you know, how right. That's because you, because no... you know, you know, the, the sounds, you know, right. how and the yeah. sounds don't overlap. Um, much or if they do it's only because of my pronunciation um and so it's like a really clever way and so for that i mean obviously some of these um end up producing meaningful sounds like um i don't know there's um sampel polnet which they use as a placeholder for like sample planet um, or something like that (laughs) and so you can get kind of creative with that but by default they're kind of meaningless and so i kind of like that because it, it levels the playing field it like takes that that aspect of our ability to find patterns everywhere and meaning and everything and kind of tries to minimize it slightly um, because it shouldn't necessarily matter what my, you know, machine readable identifier is. Um, anyway, that's a slight tangent, but no, that's no, what I'm it's, it's, of. it's no, totally relevant to, yeah. I mean, I still have not set up my, <laughs> my urbit thing. I feel like, oh, I yeah. feel like, I feel like maybe when it, if and when you come visit, maybe that'll be mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the time. It's gotten so much easier. Um, actually, Has yeah. it? Oh, I, I should mean, look at it yeah. again. They have a hosted service um, now, which they'll do everything for you, keep it online, um, and even give you a planet, I think. Um, so I can I can mm-hmm. put you in touch with that if you don't yeah, want to mess around with it yourself. But Yeah, that might be um, the 
the way to go. Yeah, one thing I did want to talk about is the attribution problem of like uh specifically because of nfts and the whole like people stealing artists work which is of course ironic given the whole argument about provenance yes um and specifically this hits like slightly close to home because my tattoo artist had his work from like 13 years ago on DeviantArt, um kind of yoinked by whomever was minting on behalf of the wu-tang clan on rareable right um and this is like kind of a hilarious, wild situation because, you know, I mean, for me, it's just like relevant because it's like this guy down the street that I know who's put ink on my body. Um, and so I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You, and if your thing got stolen and sold as an NFT and you missed out on like $20,000, yeah. um, which is, you know, kind of super fucked, especially if yeah. I don't know if you know about tattoo artists in NYC, like it's a, it's a, you know, it's a job like anything else, but 20 K is, is money. Um, and so it's like, I don't know. The, again, a nuanced topic, um, but I wanted to to talk about it specifically yeah. because my take is that, you know, obviously this is already has always happened, um, but NFTs and specifically the the instant global market and the hype surrounding it like just make the problem worse. Yeah, um, and the kind of immutability part is like right. The is immutability a part. As well. Right. There's no way to undo the fact right. that all these people now own a, like, uh, you know, an illegally, I don't know if illegal is the right word, but like a not cool NFT, right? Like the Wu-Tang Clan got their money, can't change that. The uh, purchasers now own this token, can't change that. Like, it just gets very confusing. Um, Has is, he, did your friend, did they try? Know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that there's any recourse. I mean, I exactly. guess they could do the normal system, uh, right. you know, through the normal system, being like, "Look, Wu Tang Clan stole my artwork without, um, you know, representation payment, whatever, like whatever that license is." But that's, you know, that's not necessarily what we want to fall back on all the time, mm -hmm. um, especially if we're, you know, ideating on alternative systems. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I don't was. Know what he ended up doing. I, I was like onboarding uh, a friend of mine to foundation. Um, uh, I was so excited that, that he wanted to start posting his work. And, you know, one of his questions was like, what about this that I see, like of people getting their work stolen? Like what can be done? And, and of course I was mm -hmm. like, I mean, not a whole lot, unfortunately. Right. Right. Um, you know, and I was like, I, I was like the ideal situation is, is one in which the, um, you know, the person who bought the thing uh, is willing to like burn what they bought and that the person mm -hmm. who sold it will send them their money back. But like, that'll get so hard though. I mean, it's if so you hard. Owners, yeah. How do you well, contact them, et cetera? Yeah. It's, it's, th yeah, it's just a mess. Yeah. The recourse, and this is, this goes back to the narrative. The recourse seems to be for me um, that one would have to just rely on the narrative um, and mm -hmm. sort of deny list those tokens and be like, Hey, everybody knows, like, it's sort of like, um, uh, you know, uh, knockoff clothing Yeah. where if you're in a group of people who care that your clothing is not knockoff, like once it is now you're like aware of that. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the ideal case, and I'm not sure how feasible this is, but like the ideal case is that these people who bought the Wu-Tang Clan thing, you know, not knowing that it was using stolen art, yeah. um, now are aware that it is, and they're on the side of artists, and they say, okay, cool, 
um, now let's talk to the Wu-Tang Clan, see what they could do. Like, um, maybe now uh, purchasers who would normally want this token are like, oh, well, I don't, I don't actually want that one because of the history, like, whatever. Like, there's a way to, there's there's this idealistic version in which the, the narrative right. and the consensus can decide. Um, you know, ideally those things go to zero, or maybe they don't, or whatever. But at the same time, that does feel a little fanciful. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, uh, it's the, there is an obvious corollary in the Binance punks where, um, yeah. you know, where they, that's literally stealing um, straight up theft of, of uh, the, something that Larva Labs holds the copyright to, you know, oh, the way true. those, the way those punks look is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. copyrighted it it, it 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 belongs to larva labs right, um right. and is that explicit or just like as the oh it's absolutely kind of explicit thing? yeah so okay. yeah. so i can remember being in you know a talk where where john was talking about this way back when mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and he talked specifically how like the artwork is theirs they own it um mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You know, they talked about like some kind of licensing system to the to the owners yeah, or whatever. They, and they were to talking that out really early. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about that, but but just in terms of ownership, it's theirs, and the Binance people um, used it without permission and and just copied mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah. again, it's like it's like, uh, what are they going to do exactly? Are they going right. to sue them? That's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, the joke is, of course, uh, they'll take them to Aragon court. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's both like one of the most amazing things about this sort of decentralized trustless like network. And the, you know, one of the worst parts is that, you know, you can get sushi'd, right? Like, um, like Uniswap, uh, named or licensed their V3 code under this like time lock GPL, which says like, you can't, nobody can use this to build a business until two years from now. Um, kind of thing. And and that's a simplification. If you care about that, you should go read. I'm not a lawyer. Um, but the take on Twitter is that, um, sorry, this is a blockchain. Uh, I don't know who just stole your code and your lawyer is not going to be able to find out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's nothing you can do when mm-hmm. uh, someone in a completely different jurisdiction whose name and uh, address is anonymous, like it's they're just an Ethereum address, you know, re- using a CryptoPunk avatar and a fake Twitter handle, right? It's like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Um, and like, maybe there is, and I'm not aware, but it feels like it's just kind of a, you know, it's a hope that, you know, nobody will copy it. Now, of course, there's a lot of, you know, that does stop people who, you know, uh, have their names up or like, like me, for example, right? Like I'm a public personality. Yeah. I have my name on Twitter. Um, people know I live in Brooklyn, right? Like I'm not going to go steal the Uniswap code and think I can get away with it. Right. Um, but you know, it's not going to stop some pseudonymous person from doing it. And so like much in the same way, um, with the with the Binance punks thing, it's like, what are they gonna do? Yeah, what what are you gonna do? It's 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 depressing, but at the same time, I feel like um, with a lot of these, you know, I I haven't seen much about the Binance punks lately, and I assume that they're probably not worth much. So the old, I would hope, but you un- know, it's hard to it's hard to know. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. it seems like the people that made them made a lot of money, and the people who bought well, them the probably thing. aren't gonna make a lot of. Money. Absolutely. This is you know. again why I'm not a fan of hash masks. Is yeah. You you capitalize on the hype. 
you sell out within 72 hours. Right. You don't have to answer then like your responsibility to this right. thing ends. And this is a problem that has existed since, you know, the ICO days, but also specifically in the NFT space since like Etherbots. I don't know if you yeah. remember Etherbots. I don't. Um, they did this huge, you know, sale. Um, at the time, you know, it was like hundreds of dollars for these bots, which of yeah. course is like silly, you know, these days. Yeah. Um, but it was like, you know, it was money. Yeah. And then they were like, we're going to build a game for these generative arts. And then they didn't really ever ship anything right. and then right. sh shut it down. And it's like, there's, there's no recourse. There's no, like, it's like Kickstarter kind of thing, but even Kickstarter is a bit better than that. Mm -hmm. It's like, and I just find that, 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 um, like someone who wants to do that, I just find that just awful and disgusting and, um, and depressing and super depressing. Yeah. I, I, I liked, I mean, I usually come down on, I feel like we might've even talked about this back in the ICO days, but like, I usually come down on the side of like the majority of people have good intentions, you know, and, mm -hmm. and really do intend to build the thing, but then just like, you know, didn't right, quite right, right. bank on I mean, that's the how other difficult thing is, it is to make things, which is like... It's difficult to build yeah. things. And also, like, once you have your, you know, thousand ETH, like, you have no more incentive right. to build that. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe Hashmas is doing something. I could be wrong here, right? Like, maybe they're... I don't know. There was, I saw a tweet that they were like, we're going to do something else. I'm like, cool, great. And I even fall for, like... I even, you know, just like, oh, totally. You know, you fall for some of it just because they're, they're, they're you know, if they get you in the right spot. It's so human nature. It's exactly. so, yeah. you can be aware of it. Like, I feel like <laughs> and, I'm aware. Yeah. I, I held myself back on the Pixels project, yeah. but I didn't hold myself back on other ones. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a silly, silly thing, but it really <laughs> strikes this, this combo of money, ownership speculative interest like it's all gambling shit it's it's yeah. it's it's touching like the worst parts of me um yeah. and yeah sometimes it wins i mean i i'm thinking specifically of i got recently uh just i don't know like it was the, the this person is putting out like a little uh cassette tape a little uh eight bit cassette tape every day okay that and and they're cute and like a digital like, one? yeah yeah, yeah, uh -huh. but there's nothing on it. It's just like a cassette tape that they oh, okay. are. Yeah, and, like an aesthetic. Got it. Exactly, and it's super cute, and it was super cheap, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I want, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and projects like that. I'm, and that's know, fine, right? Like again, like these projects are totally cool and good. They just get sw like swept up in this meme yeah. of like, buy, buy, buy it. It might go up. Like, like get yeah, number I'm one. You like, the, I'm sending you. Yeah. The, the cassette tape you look at and it. it's like in any other time any yeah. other world like this would be a totally valid project but right. when it's combined with this larger right. context of this speculation and shit it's just not it just doesn't feel good it does yeah. not feel good man right right <laughs> okay um Anything, there's so much to talk about there there's really so much is. We'll, I feel we'll, like I, we'll, we'll, we'll just start doing this on a more regular basis i think yeah totally so anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. We had a blast uh, speaking about all this, all this stuff. Shoot us, mm -hmm. uh, shoot us, uh, find us on Twitter and suggest things that you want us to talk about. If there's things that that's a great, uh, absolutely, yeah. If you're, if you, Hit if me there's up on things, Twitter. yeah, both of us, Matt G Condon, yeah. Songaday Man. If there's things, um, 
there's things that you're thinking about, send us questions. You, you know, the best thing would be record a question uh, in the audio thing on your phone and send to us. That, that's that's mm, always the best So way. we can play it in. Yeah, exactly. really good. We can be radio um, hosts taking calls. That's it. That's, that's, I would that's love that. That's a really great idea. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, leave us a rating on iTunes and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. And remember folks until then get nifty. Uh